You're listening to CardiCast, a podcast about galleries, libraries, archives and museums, brought to you by New Cardigan, an Australian-based glam community. Hello, Cardies. This is Claire. Normally, I'm behind the scenes editing the podcast, but for this episode, I went a little old school and took the other type of Zoom recorder and did an in-person interview with Jocelyn, a mobile library driver for the Geelong Regional Library Corporation. We also met some wonderful characters from the Anglesey community. Enjoy. My name is Jocelyn, and I'm a librarian with the Geelong Regional Library Corporation. Yay! Yay! Today you are... In the full name of the library? The Bellarine and Surf Coast Mobile Library, huh? otherwise known as BSCM. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you normally... I um... normally drive the Golden Plains Mobile Library, so I go more internal and north, head towards Ballarat. This one travels mostly through the coast or around the coast. And today we are at Anglesey. We are. It's lovely. It would be more delightful if it was a warm day, but it's decided to be overcast and rainy. Yes, yes. But I've decided to keep the, the door open because it's still nice to have fresh air in a small space, I think. So, have you always been doing mobile library service? No, I haven't. I started in 2018 as a relief driver. I've always been in libraries, mm-hmm. apart from a little gap in between where I got out of them, but I came back. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I kind of fell into it, sort of, kind of. I've always been interested in them and I saw an article on Landline one weekend and it was a chap who was driving a mobile library semi-trailer through central and north Australia, somewhere, somewhere dry and arid and he was going out into the communities and taking the library to them and I just thought, what a wonderful job. mentioned it to my manager at the time, I was in a branch, static branch and she spoke to whoever was in charge of the mobile libraries at the time and they said oh, we're interviewing, three days' time, tell her to come along. So I did, and I got it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, so I got my training done, yeah. And uh, So what did the training entail? I had to go and learn how to drive a truck, (laughs) which was even harder to drive than my truck that I normally toodle about in. Mm -hmm. Um, Surprisingly, only a day's tuition, I suppose. Had to do the, the written test. That we all go through when we're doing our learners and then um, yeah tootled about in the truck learned how to change gears and, and at the end of all that I did the test oh, and yeah. then after that so does that mean all of the trucks are manual no uh, the Golden Plains one is this one is actually automatic mm-hmm. yeah and the they're looking to update the Golden Plains one and I believe that will be automatic as well mm-hmm so maybe you could, because this is not a visual media, it's an audio media, <laughs> oh, yes. um, maybe you can give a little bit of an explanation of the environment in which we find ourselves standing in today. Environment? <laughs> yes. Well, what I think what I'm asking in a very mm. fancy way is, can you describe the truck for us? The truck is a library on wheels, or a branch on wheels as I like to describe it. This particular truck has lots of movable parts, so it folds up a bit like a transformer. So it looks like a normal truck on the outside, but when I park up and I set up for service, I actually press a lot of buttons and things fold out and fold down and turns into a fabulous branch, complete with kitchenette, circulation desk, a spot for a a laptop for public use, 
and a whole bunch of shelves with books and audiobooks and DVDs on them. So it's pretty much everything that a standard branch would offer. Yep, which is why I call it the Library on Wheels. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so it's it's like the tiny homes of, of libraries. You have to be... That's a good way to describe it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Because it seems to be um, just because we are standing in the mobile library at the moment, there is a lot of like ingenious use of space um, mm. that is, is going on uh, in a similar way that those tiny homes like have storage under stairs and all of that kind of stuff. Yes. There, There is like quite, even though there's bench space down one side, it's mm. all it's all pretty nicely and compactly laid out, yes. if that makes sense. Yep. How does this one differ from the Golden Plains? The Golden Plains one has no movable parts pretty much. I just park, open a door and drop down a pair of steps and that's it. I do have a desk and I do have shelving and storage space for crates. I have a shelf for our holds, but I don't have a kitchenette or anything Mm -hmm. fancy like that. I also don't have any public access computers. Mm -hmm. I don't have uh, public access iPads either. My Wi-Fi where I go is incredibly iffy and there are times when I'm without mm-hmm. connection to the uh, the library management system and phones. Mm-hmm. So, well, so. What do you do in that particular instance? Uh, it comes back to my original training which is all manual and written on pieces of paper or sometimes I can actually get the laptop to work and I'll pull up a, a Word document and just scan the barcodes in which I later enter. Mm-hmm. when I have access to the, to the management system. Yeah. Okay, so would you then wait until you return or you just wait until the Wi-Fi comes back on? comes back on. If I go to another stop and I actually have a connection, I'll do it there or I'll take it back. I, I have a one morning a week where I'm actually parked up at the depot amongst all the, all the trucks and the diggers and uh, I'll sort of do my administration then. So if I haven't been able to get connection, then I sort of catch up on everything at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So let's talk about the community that you guys service because it is... They're the best people. They are the best people. No, seriously, Mm -hmm. they are. Everyone I've met is lovely and they really appreciate the service. And you often hear that I would be lost without the library or a book and it's so good that you come to us. My community that I normally serve are quite elderly and don't travel far. So they love it that we can come to them and they can just toodle a few minutes down the road and get their books and it's also a community hub you'll find that people will catch up on board they'll come up and see someone they know and they just sit and chat or stand and chat and mm-hmm. meet someone else on the way out and stand and chat a bit more so mm. I did hear a story from someone as I was heading out here for the mm. branch that it's also used by people who do homeschooling yes um, and yep. people that support homeschooling in an educational context yes this one uh, this truck goes to Dean's Marsh and there's a, a little community house there and uh, a couple of ladies look after ooh, up to about a dozen children I think from various homes and yeah mm. and so they'll borrow books that they'll read in, in the uh, in the community house to the children they'll do activities and they have introduced uh, story time on board the mobile this particular mobile wow. as well so so whoever's driving the truck that day would facilitate the storytelling? Uh, they have a friend come on board, so one of our children's and youth services librarian will actually come on board and and run the session. Oh, nice. But I think it's awesome that we're mm-hmm. able to do that now. Mm-hmm. And um, some of our stops will take us near community houses or schools or what have you, so you might... I have a kindergarten that comes on board at Golden, or Meredith and Golden Plains, mm-hmm. 
and George has a few little community groups and kindergartens come on board too, so... It's lovely. <laughs> How many children can you fit in here? You'd be surprised, because they're only small. You fit heaps of kids in here. <laughs> Just don't try walking past them. You know? no. Yeah. So, yeah. like a full class? Um, I don't know about a full class, but I reckon I've counted about nine to a dozen children on board, plus a couple of grown-ups mm. wrangling them. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a must, really, for child <laughs> safety. You don't, a you, you don't want nine loose children, on the, <laughs> so to speak. It's a lot of tapping up to do afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine. Yes. So there is a children's collection, a children's picture book collection. There is. Which takes up about a fifth of the space, I'd say. Actually, yeah, I reckon it would take up about a fifth of the space. Mm-hmm. But everything else is pretty much adult, and it's adult fiction. For adult fiction? No, oh, we do have. We've got large print. We've got adult non-fiction, and we've also got. We've just sort of introduced this year. I believe it's this year. Uh, sort of a youth section, mm-hmm. so youth and young adult, and we've also introduced junior graphic novels too, which are proving quite popular at the moment. So, well, it does yeah. seem to be like a really good in-between literacy of. Um, some kids can be challenged by there being too many words absolutely, on the page. Absolutely, So I've noticed a lot of, of um, parents flipping through and going, mm-hmm. there's enough pictures, Yeah, let's go with that, That's that it, kind of yeah. stuff. And, and as you say, it's an in-between thing, so eventually they do sort of... Seem, they seem to graduate to something with more words and less pictures, so it's, um, it's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. And I like reading them too, to be honest. So. <laughs> it's a little like reading. Yes, yeah. some serious sometimes. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why we're doing this podcast mm-hmm. is because we've had feedback from uh, rural and regional communities mm-hmm. that it's actually quite hard to get people to come and work for them. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the question that I'm asking yeah. is what kind of value do you think this brings to the community? You mentioned that, you know, everybody is super happy to see you. Yeah. Yeah. But I and that community hub, so it's it's a meeting place. So I suppose I have seen people meet new people, and then they get talking, and they discuss their lives. And I suppose it's and I have heard people say, "Oh, you should tr- go here. You should check out that." So mm-hmm. perhaps that's a way of yeah. promoting it. <laughs> the, the, mm-hmm. mm. But I guess it's it's what do you get? Like what joy do you get out of it? doing doing this as opposed to being in a branch I guess like in a oh. non-mobile what do I get I yeah. like the tra- travelling around and meeting individuals and, and the scenery is always changing for me mm-hmm. which I love um, so it appeals to your sense of adventure kind of I think I've always liked driving too to be honest which is not good you know, with climate change and everything so as soon as they make it electric I don't know. Mobile. It's a thought, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if it will happen. Well, it'll be good. Whether they'll travel as far as we do. Well, I mean, yes, because I, I imagine. Oh, I'll let you serve the gentleman Excuse over me. here. I'll help you. I don't mean to interrupt your perusal, but I'm doing a little podcast on mobile libraries. Could I right. get your opinion on... How important mobile libraries are to you? Yeah, very important. Yeah. 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 In what way? Well, 
It's the only way you can get the books from the library mm-hmm. if they come here. Yeah. How often do you come? Because it's Every here. Every couple of weeks, I guess. Every couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Been doing it for 20 odd years. <laughs> Amazing. So you've been living out here yeah. for 20 years? Yeah. yeah. No, it's really, just really handy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also a couple of non library book, bookcases around town as well, mm-hmm. which is terrific, I reckon. Yeah. And when you finish reading a book, you put it in and take another one out. And nice. Mm. Being able to share it all around. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I'll let you go back to your your boring and your perusal. That's all I wanted to know. Thanks. Just while you're waiting, I'm doing a podcast on mobile libraries. Can I ask you what mobile libraries mean to you? Well, it's the only one we have here, so it's the only one I can use. (laughs) Is it important? Oh, yes, yes. I'm here nearly every week. Excellent. So, and and you have a quite a sizable little pile of books with you. Do you use it? For, you've got audio books. I it? take a lot of audio books because I listen to those all the time. But every so often, I revert back to the uh, printed word because I still like those too. Oh, yes. excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you come here pretty much every single week. Yep, is pretty well. And. It's here on Thursdays. Thursdays and Saturdays, yes. Thursdays and yeah, Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I usually come over Thursday afternoon because I live just over the road. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Um, do you ever go into any of the other branches? Do you travel around or do you just wait for it to oh, come here? Um, occasionally if I'm uh, somewhere else where I know there's a good library. I used to live near Lara and I use their library a lot. And if I go into um, Geelong West, I'll quite often have a look through what's in West mm-hmm. Library, particularly for the audio books, because they've got a bigger range. Mm-hmm. But generally but you, that's about it, yeah. But you can get pretty much everything that you I usually just there. order what I want for here, yeah. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. You put your order in and it comes. Amazing. <laughs> the only thing that comes to me these days, once upon a time everything did, but now it's only the library. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll let you borrow your books. Thank you. <laughs> you brought my card as well. No, that's fine. I've got your name here. Good. <laughs> Thanks for that, mate. See you again. Here we go. Thank you. Bye bye. Good luck with your podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I can assure you, I will never hear it. So <laughs> you can say anything you like about me. Cheerio. <laughs> oh, they will. Don't worry. <laughs> That is a that is a question. Was um, during the summer holidays? Do you get yes. more busy? Uh, it can pick up. Yes, you get a lot of curious people. Actually, mm-hmm. who like yourself haven't seen the inside of a library, so people wander up, stare a bit, maybe ask a few questions, and then come off. Sometimes, if they uh, linger a bit longer, I'll offer them a membership. Stress that you can be a member mm-hmm. if you live in Victoria. I know, and if you come down often, why not? Because hmm. we have DVDs. Sometimes you, you mention books and people sort of... Oh, they, they don't embrace the book quite like we do. <laughs> but I'm sitting there going, a holiday read that I don't have to lug with me somewhere? Sounds amazing. You know, the one thing you haven't asked me, that is the question on everyone's lips when they come on board. Mm-hmm. How do the books stay on the shelves? 
How do the books stay on the shelves? The shelves are tilted ever so slightly backwards, so they lean back. Ah. But it is still possible to, to knock them off in transit. Have you, have you ever opened up the mobile library and just gone, oh, no? Yes, uh. I did it once on here, and it took me an hour to pack up all the books I'd managed to throw on the floor, plus straighten the shelves and come off the wall. Mm-hmm. And my other truck, I managed to empty about half of the collection onto the floor <laughs> as well. I've had photographic evidence somewhere, but um, your heart sinks oh, when no. you open the door. They're having to put everything back in order and all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Oh, yes. Well, at least you get a chance to tidy up things. And yes, it's a, it's a massive reshelving experiment, however. <laughs> certainly is. <laughs> so is that, like, the most challenging thing about being on the mobile libraries? Extreme weather. Extreme weather. Recently, I've had to turn back a few times. I've had to skip stops entirely due to no access. Mm-hmm. Excuse me one second. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had this one before, Mr. Brussel. Do you want to I've take just, it again? Yeah, I'm returning. Oh, thank you, pardon. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> Pretend I didn't have You're a bit slow today. What's wrong with you? I know. What is wrong with me? There's no one here. <laughs> It's because I'm interviewing. It's because I'm interviewing her. Oh, I'm making so her flustered. Oh, I, I am. Them, are they? Oh, they are. Yeah, they they finally should. caught up with me. I'm and in trouble. <laughs> Would you like me to take these down for you? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'll, <laughs> no, I'll pop them in the bag. They look after me so well. I'm not back. Thank you. Here we are. Thanks, Mr. Russell. Do you want me to go first? Ah, uh, yes. No. The blue just there. Ah, yeah. See, I get special treatment here. Yes, you should. That's one of the bonuses of this pan. Oh, God, I'm stiff today. You've been out jogging, have you? Oh, uh, <laughs> He's a doll. <laughs> He's hilarious. <laughs> The best people. Mm-hmm. You were saying extreme weather can be challenging. Yes, all the floods. I um, you you go where you normally go when you get somewhere, and then all of a sudden there's a sign that says road closed due to flooding. <laughs> then you have to carefully manoeuvre the truck around and do a fifty bajillion point turn. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then try and work out where to go next. That isn't going to be a single lane, unsealed road with. Nowhere to pass. Ah, mm. so do you have specified routes that you have to negotiate, especially in these like more out of the way places? Um, well, you do travel on the main roads as uh-huh. best you can. I mean, there's a couple of sort of narrower places, but uh, yes, they become unnavigable. <laughs> that's such a term <laughs> in things <laughs> like that. Mm, I've, I've had to stop for fallen trees last summer. We didn't have the rain, we had all the trees down. And this summer, it's or leading into summer, it's been floods. Mm-hmm. And in drought times, were bushfires a concern? Haven't experienced any of those yet, but that is a concern where I go because uh, a lot of areas it is bush where mm-hmm. I stop. So it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Get to hear the wildlife. It smells really good. <laughs> it does. I love hanging around gum trees. Yeah, but there is that concern that. How do I get through? Can I get through? Will I get through? It's well and good consulting Google Maps. But as I said, if I'm in an area where I have no connection, that's out. And if I'm not familiar with the roads, I 
I've been told especially not to travel down unsealed roads, but I wouldn't anyway, because I don't want to be bogged in a very big truck. So does Geelong Regional Library Corporation have, like, designated routes for you to drive, um, or is it...? I don't know if they're actually called designated, but it's just the route that we we follow, so, yeah, yeah. I suppose it is a designated route. Mm-hmm. I was just told to go these roads, and that's what I've always done. Thank ah. you. So you, like... Are there any roads where the height of the truck is a problem? Again, we've got to be careful of trees in, in the, the more, I was going to say more populated areas, but that doesn't sound right. But as we head down more to forested? Lawn, more forested, yes. Mm-hmm. Or we head down towards the lawn mm-hmm. in, in the truck, so you've got to be aware of overhanging branches, rock falls, don't fall off the side of the Great Ocean Road, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just casually. Yes, that too. Just while you're having a browse, I'm doing a podcast on mobile libraries. I was wondering whether you could say... Fairly quickly. (laughs) Yeah, just fairly quickly. Like, why do you prefer this to the static branches? Why do you? Well, I live here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the reason I live here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There isn't as big a selection, but we order, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't get rid of it, is what I'm saying. No, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm mobile, but there's plenty of people who don't get in a car readily and I, I really go to Geelong or not very often to Torquay so mm-hmm. I don't want it to go away <laughs> I know it must cost a million bucks I mean the vehicles probably cost a million bucks but <laughs> it's a very good service mm. mm-hmm. and you mm. use it a lot yeah I read all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing That's I'm actually I... doing a lot of reading on my iPad at the moment from the Jungle Library but you've branched yes. out into e-books yes <laughs> well I can't work out why n- anyone wouldn't want to work in a library they're the best places and mm-hmm. so to me nice people and I think the further you, out you go into the smaller communities there is that sense of community you know, everybody looks out for everyone else mm-hmm. admittedly they all know your business that's small towns but um and they really appreciate the services. I mean, I think everyone should have access to a library. So the fact that we go to them is always good. So That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you for letting me waffle. Well, it's, it's all good. <laughs> it's been a delightful afternoon filled with characters and fun. I'm pleased. <laughs> thank you, Jocelyn. Thank you, Claire. Thanks for listening, folks. If you'd like to get in touch with New Cardigan, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook or at our website, newcardigan.org. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Remember to like and subscribe on your favourite podcatcher. If you want to know more about New Cardigan, check out our website for events, merchandise, news and more. And remember, folks, JFDI. JFDI.